Welcome to PDPW's podcast. Here's Bill Baker. Welcome to another PDPW podcast, where this week we're joined by servant leadership trainer Tom Thibodeau, who tells us he's an ordinary guy doing ordinary things. And today he shares how just being ordinary can lead to something extraordinary in this week's PDPW podcast called Ordinary People. I'm very happy to be in conversation with you again today. And I thought what we'd talk about is the ordinary. How many of us feel like we live ordinary lives? Uh, The dictionary defines ordinary as no special or distinctive feature, normal. Ordinary is what is commonplace, standard. How many times do we think that we're standing in line or even sharing a highway or a workspace with somebody who's just rather ordinary? And we think the work that we're doing each and every day is rather ordinary. The service that we provide, the ideas that we share, the way in which we contribute our efforts, take care of our families, just seems to be part of the ordinary. Well, the President of the United States will award the Medal of Honor to an ordinary man retired Army Colonel Paris Davis for heroism that he exhibited in Vietnam 60 years ago. Retired Colonel Davis was one of the first black officers in the Green Beret, and during a battle in 1965, he saved the lives of two of his soldiers who were wounded While he was wounded himself, they were in a terrible battle, and he pulled them to safety and saved their lives. Uh, And as the whole uh, troop watched what took place, their officer ran back and leave no man behind. Paperwork was started by his officer, Billy Cole, at that point to have him receive the Medal of Honor for risking his own life, an ordinary soldier risking his life for other ordinary soldiers. And the paperwork got lost two different times. And finally, a group of friends and volunteers who heard about retired Colonel Davis's story began to research it. They found the, the paperwork, and today he receives the Medal of Honor from the President. An ordinary man serving our country, like so many other ordinary soldiers. Colonel Davis says, I think often of those 19 faithful hours on June 8, 1965, and what our team did to make sure that we left no man behind on the battlefield. Thank you to the friends of Colonel Davis, who never forgot this man, an ordinary man who chose to serve our country. If you go to Washington, D.C., you see a monument with the names of ordinary people, young men and young women who went to Vietnam so many years ago to serve our country. And then you see how they were followed again in trips to Iraq and Afghanistan to save ordinary people under extraordinary circumstances. And we think right now there's 100,000 American troops stationed in Europe to make sure that we remain safe. And so while you watch their families go to school and go to their jobs and pay their taxes and do their work, these are ordinary families who are separated because a member of their family has chosen to serve. Ordinary, Chef Jose Andres. In 2010, witnessed what had taken place in Haiti, 
and there was no government agencies that could come and feed the people of Haiti, and so he did what he could. He, he gathered his his team of chefs from different restaurants that he was working in. He contacted people who would have access to food in Haiti. He went to Haiti and he set up what was the first World Central Kitchen. Since that time, Andres, an ordinary chef, has done extraordinary work by by taking on every disaster in the world, making sure that people are fed, using the skills that he has with a knife and a spoon and bowls, encouraging others who are who love to cook and to feed other people, keeping in contact with local farmers and sources of local food, honoring people by making sure that they are fed in disastrous times. And last week it was reported Chef Jose Andre served 3,500,000 meals in Turkey and Syria. While they are currently serving meals every day in Ukraine, working with ordinary cooks and people and volunteers, ordinary farmers who continue to work in their fields and bring in the food that people need, ordinary people feeding the world in the midst of very difficult and almost unbelievable circumstances. Mohamma Gandhi said, in a gentle way, you can shake the world. And that's what happens every day. Ordinary people doing good work on behalf of all of us. A story was reported that the Rohingya refugees in Bangladesh the Rohingya are a Muslim people who are living in Myanmar and their villages were burnt down and over a million people from Myanmar have had to live now in refugee camps in Bangladesh, one of the poorest countries in the world. They were refugees without nothing. And while they were there, the people of Turkey watched and the people of Turkey went to Bangladesh and built hospitals and schools provide food and clothing. This last week, the people of Rohingya, people living in a refugee camp, collected over 700 blankets, 200 jackets to send to the earthquake victims in Turkey. One woman said, the people of Turkey did not forgive us when we faced an emergency. We cannot stand idly by. And this woman mentioned that she sold her gold bracelet, the only thing that she had of value, so that she could help pay for blankets and jackets for the people of Turkey. Ordinary people making extraordinary sacrifices every day. It seems so commonplace and yet we are so distracted by the headlines. We want something that, that kind of just stands out, that seems to be so much beyond what we could possibly do. We forget that we're standing next to ordinary people every day. A friend of mine, when his oldest daughter was, was engaged over 25 years ago, she found out that the young man that she was about to marry was suffering from kidney disease. This young man needed a kidney. And my friend, future father-in-law, stepped up and donated his kidney to his 
future son-in-law. They've been married for 25 years now, and the donation of that kidney has allowed for two children to be born, his grandchildren, who are now finishing college this year. We never know what's going to happen when we make sacrifices, ordinary people doing extraordinary things out of love, care, concern. Um, I have breakfast uh, every every week with a with a group of older gentlemen. It's fun getting together. In fact, it's one of the things that men do best, isn't it, is having coffee and telling stories. And one of the gentlemen that we have breakfast with is a, a retired orthopedic surgeon. Well, retired uh, as an orthopedic surgeon means that he's only working two days a week, in which he goes to rural hospitals in our area and takes care of the procedures of replacing uh, knees and replacing hips and fixing um, bones that that are brittle and have been broken, taking care of people in rural areas so they don't have to travel 100 miles to come into a, uh, to a hospital, be separated from family and friends in their community. Well... And this good man, for the last three years, has been trying to join a, a mission hospital in Honduras. And because of COVID and a number of different things that had disrupted, he was finally able to go this um, this last month. And he flew to an island in the Caribbean. And from the Caribbean, he flew into Honduras. And somebody had to pick him up and had to drive him to this mission hospital that's, that's surrounded in terms of a compound because it's a dangerous country. We know in terms of drug cartels, we know that there were people who would do damage to other people. But here he meets a reti- a, um American doctor who 35 years ago went to Honduras and began a hospital and has never left. A man who takes care of people's ordinary needs as well as doing surgeries, as well as admitting them and taking care of extraordinary cases, which you can only imagine take place in the third world, where people oftentimes have no access to health care. And this man, for 35 years, has built up this hospital. He offers this place for um, doctors who want to do their internships because they will see extraordinary cases that will shape them for the rest of their life in their medical practice. And these doctors go back to developing nations throughout Central and South America each and every year. Well, my friend goes down, and he's an orthopedic surgery, and he said, I saw cases there that I've never seen before in my practice in all the years here in the States. And they're doing an operation on a 15-year-old boy who was on a motorcycle, and the motorcycle did not have a a light on it. And he ran into the side of the house and broke his leg and crushed it, and he needed surgery. So he was brought to the hospital, and they put him under anesthetic, and were doing the surgery to put this leg back together so he wouldn't lose it. And the anesthetic machine breaks. And this doctor that he's working with takes his medical headlamp, goes over to the anesthetic machine, takes off the top, reaches into his pocket, pulls out a pliers, fixes the anesthetic machine. If he doesn't, the man wakes up or dies. And the two of them continue on and do the surgery that saved the leg of a 15-year-old boy. Ordinary people using their gifts and their abilities to do extraordinary things. Who are those ordinary people that you'll be standing next to today in the line at the grocery store? What are some of the ordinary people that you live next to in your neighborhood, and what do they do? 
Think about, is there anybody more ordinary than a farmer who was out in their barn this morning milking, paying attention to their neighbor's needs, caring for their animals, committed to their community? Ordinary people who feed the world, who hold our communities together because of their good work in sacred trust. Yesterday, I'm sitting with a student, and we're talking, and a couple comes in, and he's a former former student of mine, and, and we laughed and re- regaled. He's He retired. He's uh, been, been graduated for over 15 years. He came back as a as an adult, and so he, there he was as, as an experienced businessman, retired, and he's, getting, and he's finishing off his degree because that was always one of his dreams. And we laughed, and his wife was there, and they talked about having been married now for over 25 years, just delightful in their commitment to our community, to each other, and the terrible university. And uh, as he walked away, he said, well, you seem to know him very well. I said, I do know him very well. He's been married for 25 years, but about 27 years ago. His house caught on fire. He owned a bicycle shop here in town, and there was a devastating fire in which his wife and his oldest daughter died in the fire. He ran back in the house and was able to only save his youngest daughter and was born was burned severely over 85% of his body. He was taken to a burn unit in St. Paul, where he had to be placed in a medical coma. People in the community started talking about this man who had lost his wife and lost his daughter. He wasn't even able to attend their funerals because he was sedated and in a coma, burned over 85% of his body. And one of the people who listened to the story was a woman in town and she thought about this man being by herself, himself, so she drove to the Twin Cities and just sat by his bedside and talked with him. And she kept coming back. They fell in love. They're married. And for 25 years, they've been committed to each other. And their love has transformed their lives, but has been a great gift to our whole community. Ordinary people responding to other human beings, sharing their love, their gifts, their talents, their time. So today, a Medal of Honor is given to Colonel Davis. Congratulations, Colonel. Today, Chef Andre will continue to serve meals throughout Ukraine and the Middle East and wherever people are hungry. Thank you, Chef. Today, ordinary people in refugee camps in Rohingya have never forgotten their brothers and sisters in Turkey. Thank you, unknown strangers, for your ordinary gifts of kindness. Today, my friend at 77 lives with one kidney comfortably and watches his grandchildren grow up because of his gift of generosity and love. Today, a surgeon in Nicaragua and Honduras makes sure that people ordinarily do not get medical care 
get the best care they're able to provide, even when they have to fix an anesthetic machine. Today, ordinary people who made a commitment to each other continue to stay married, and their love shapes and blesses the whole community. So today, let's honor the ordinary. No, not, Nothing special or distinctive. Each of these people would just consider what they're doing being normal. They would consider what they're doing as being commonplace and standard. But each of these ordinary people helps to shape the world, or as Gandhi says, shake and, sh- and shape and shake the world with a gentleness that improves all of our lives. Let's just be the ordinary people that we are, serving anybody who we can. Absolutely. Thank you, Tom. Tom, a distinguished professor of servant leadership at Viterbo University. And for archived podcasts and more on-demand programs, and for more on the professional development for today's dairy producer, head to PDPW's free website at pdpw.org. Until next time, have a safe and productive week.